Replace Chuck with a recording robot. Are you a busy Ruby developer who wants to take their freelance business to the next level? Interested in working smarter, not harder? Then check out the upcoming book, Next Level Freelancing, Developer Edition. Practical steps to work less, travel more, and make more money. It includes interviews and case studies with successful freelancers who have made a killing by expanding their consultancy, developed passive income through informational products, built successful SaaS products, and become rockstar consultants making a minimum of $200 an hour. There are all kinds of practical steps on getting started, and if you sign up now, you'll get 50% off when it's released. You can find it at nextlevelfreelancing.com. Hosting and bandwidth provided by the Blue Box Group. Check them out at bluebox.net. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 46 of the Ruby Freelancer Show. This week on our panel, we have Eric Davis. Hello. Evan Light. Hi. And I'm Charles Maxwood from devchat.tv, and this week we're going to be talking about working locations. I've had a few people talk to me in the past. When I tell them that I'm a freelancer and that I work from home, they just look at me like, how do you do that? You know, how do you deal with all the distractions? I mean, I just go and eat popcorn in front of the TV all day or something. And so I, I thought we could talk about, you know, the work location, some of the pros and cons, and how you deal with distractions and things like that. So I, I tend to work from home. I know that, Eric, you usually work from home as well, right? Yeah, like maybe one or two days out of a year, I might not work from home, but it's I'm here. This is where I'm at. Yeah, and, and Evan, you used to work from home, didn't you? I did until about two months ago, and then I rented an office. All right. Did you just go with like an executive suite type thing or? Well, yeah, um, I went on Craigslist. Well, I looked around a lot, but ultimately I went on Craigslist and found um, a small a local realtor who was leasing by the room and just basically got a room that came equipped with a desk and Ethernet and power and whatnot. Yeah. Just brought my air on chair in there and was in computer and was good to go. Yeah, that that's what they have out here, and I don't know if it's just a term out here, but they call them executive suites, and basically you're you're renting like a room, and then you get access to the conference room when you need it. Yes, and you know the building, you know, furnishes power and that kind of I stuff. I don't think we have a term for it out here because that would imply that we have enough civilization to come up with terms like that. <laughs> yeah, Adobe built a huge building that's right out by where most of those suites are out here. So so I'm, I'm kind of curious as to what your experience has been working from home, you guys. Did you find it that hard to focus on work or what? No, I mean, it's at first I was nervous, but it kind of came naturally to me. Are you nervous for, or working at home? Yes, both. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I mean, I, I work. I, I think we talked about this before, but like I found my personality. I work better when I'm alone or, or I can really focus on things. And I, when I work with people, that's when it's more of the brainstorming aspect. So when it's like head down, get work done, I work best when it's alone, quiet, you know, the environment that I like, which, you know, playing Pandora kind of at my desk. Whenever I try to like head down, get work done, like at a coffee shop or a busy place like that, I, I can't, I'm, you know, like looking at squirrels and staring out the window and not doing what I need to do. Squirrel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My, my experience is a little bit different, but I have this tendency and I, I don't know if it's uh, something that I get from my mom. Cause my mom, she'll start reading a book, a novel and like you can walk up and be screaming at her and she, she won't hear you. 
anyway, I have that tendency as well to just look at things and be able to tune them out. And so I can go work at the coffee shop or, you know, the restaurant over here. Or I can work in my office and I, I, I have a, the ability to more or less tune it out. The thing that I like about working in my office is that I can run my music and things like that. And I can kind of set up more of an environment. But, you know, sometimes I need a change of pace or a change of scenery and, uh, you know, even though I'm, you know, focused on code and tuning things out at the restaurant, you know, just, just the, f I don't know what it is, but just the freshness of change just kind of gives me that, uh, that little extra inspiration or whatever. I totally get that. Um, when I did work at home and I did it for most of four years, um, occasionally I would find myself mentally a little stuck. I guess that's the only way I can describe it. It's not like in a rut. And it wasn't that I couldn't work. It was just that I felt a little listless, that I was, that I was losing momentum. And so I would change, I would go somewhere else. I would change my context in, in order to try to, um, reinvigorate myself. And that, you know, would, that would often work or sometimes a little coffee with it would, wouldn't hurt either. Yeah. Um, caffeine always helps. <laughs> yeah. And not always depends on, depends on, you know, if you're tired, really tired to begin with. But anyway, I don't, I don't tend to find, or I didn't tend to find working at home difficult for the first several years. Um, I'd done it a little bit before back in the late nineties too. Having com relatively complete control over my, over my work environment makes it easy for me to customize it in a way that makes it easy for me to work. And the, the, the catch is having relatively complete control over the work environment. Uh, so, you know, blasting music, as Chuck would say, would be one thing, or maybe if I needed complete silence, if the house wasn't completely silent, I could put on headphones um, and, and with some white noise, and that would be close enough. At least there would be no distraction, no, audio, no auditory distractions. And, but then, uh, I, I've mentioned on the podcast before, as my wife's gotten more ill, um, working at home has become difficult for, uh, other reasons. I, I, I'm quite willing to go into it. I just don't think that, I don't think we're quite there yet in this conversation. I'll, I'll talk more mm -hmm. about it later. Yeah, that, that makes sense. And, and I think that's really the kicker is how much control you have over your environment. I think so. I think so. And yeah, I mean, my kids, they know not to come in here. Um, when I'm working and my wife keeps them, you know, keeps them downstairs or, you know, lets them go play in their rooms. But, you know, it's, it's pretty non-intrusive. I'm, I'm in my office, which is just a bedroom in my house and I just shut the door and, and that's, that's good enough. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But, uh, yeah, sometimes, sometimes it does get loud over here. My wife babysits other kids and sometimes there are like three or four or five extra kids here and I have to leave, Ooh. you know, and what do you do then? Then, then I, then I just go to the restaurant.